Hi, Spring fans. Welcome to a beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Spring Developer Advocate Josh Long, and this show is all about the real heroes behind Spring and its ecosystem. Good day, mate. Welcome to another installment of a beautiful podcast. I'm recording this live from uh, beautiful uh, Sydney, Australia. It's a uh, 22nd of June. It's actually winter here in the Southern Hemisphere. I know that's obvious to people who are here, but you may not re- appreciate it if you're listening to this in the Northern Hemisphere. And, and wondering why I'm wearing a giant jacket. It's uh, it's cold and dark down here, but it's a lot of fun and great food, great people, great community. Lots of cool people from the uh, from the world of spring. Some uh, a lot of you know some alumnus alumni I guess uh, from the spring team as well uh, that I've gotten to see and hang out with. It's just been a uh, real cool visit down under, and uh, just you know wish you all could be here. It's a great great place to be. Great great uh, great vibes, great energy, great people, great everything. Uh, I'm here. Uh, I, I did a public event. I'm doing some meetings, and then I'm off to uh, to uh, Seoul, Seoul, South Korea. I'll be there this weekend, and it'll be a ton of fun. So if you're in that region, uh, you know, message me on the Twitter or on my YouTube channel or whatever. Just you know, say hi. It'll be good. Um, let's see what else has been going on. Gosh, I just learned about. Um, some of the new fe- I've just been playing, you know, I've just been playing with some of the new features in uh, Spring Frameworks uh, 6.1 and the new Spring Boot 3.2 around Project Loom and Crack. So I'm just really excited about this new opportunity. Things are looking good. I hope you've tried the bits out. Go to start.spring.io, get the snapshots, get the milestones, that stuff. Um, uh, and then let's dive right into today's episode because it's a good one and I just want to make sure we give it enough air. Uh, we have the one, the only... The amazing, uh, uh, you know, micrometer lead, uh, Tommy Ludwig. Tommy's a, uh, actually just, you know, <laughs> he's been on the show before. You've, you've heard from him before, but we talk about some of the greatest, uh, and latest and greatest around observability in the spring ecosystem, some of the new opportunities for people building applications at scale. Uh, and uh, I hope to get something out of it, as I already did for sure. See you next week, my Catalonia, I guess that's what it's called, not, the, not España. And there's that crazy, amazing, beautiful fountain that way, which behind me. Uh, and then, yeah. And anyway, it's I, I only mention all that because it kind of is a little awkward that you're here. Because if people like you weren't here, I would be outside running in the fountains. So I'm keeping you from enjoying the beauty that is by making Barcelona. it making it so that I'm still learning stuff. If, if, if smart people like you weren't here, I'd be doing something frivolous and fun. But this is this is not frivolous, and it is meant to be smart people and me. No, wait. Oh. You. <laughs> people like you, smart. Okay. Anyway, we're live. Um, you work on the. Have you done your talk yet already? No, talk is tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow Can we foreshadow? We're live. You want to join us? <laughs> And low, a uh, uh, stray Rob Winch appears. Oh, come on. You know what? I, we're just... My, my YouTube channel? We're chatting up the people. People, yeah. It's Rob Winch. You don't, you don't believe it. Just say hi. Uh, yeah, see, there you go. Maybe you can hear. I've got the AI uh, uh, crisp. I don't know if anybody's used it, but it's a, you can, it's like a live virtual uh, microphone. So I can have a marching band behind me. And it still just keeps the voices that are right near the microphone in crisp audio, like phone booth or crisp, yeah. 
awesome. It's really good. Uh, I wish they were a sponsor. I wish I had a sponsor. I wish I, I wish I could get money for saying things like, just wait, I do that. Uh, <laughs> accomplished. No, anyway, that's, I don't, the point is, I don't know if they actually heard you. You're kind of like, I don't know, whatever. Well, don't, if you don't want to show your face yet, there's a big reveal. It's like, a, like the, what's that? Masked singer? Like you would be the best at that. Yeah. I don't know what that is. They, there's a they have people singing but they're in masks and then at the end of the season they reveal who yeah right, like you could be the mass developer yeah 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 exactly security walk right yeah okay I'm getting this Uva app here for the show okay well we'll connect later I'm gonna interview this guy yes no, no. <laughs> oh, um, anyway, we're live here in Barcelona. We're, I, was just, I was just telling him how sad I am that I'm not outside instead of here talking to him. That's what you interrupted. It was just, it was just me making him feel worse for no reason. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, that's not what I was trying to do. So happened that anyway, it's that's, in a beautiful yeah, city. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Okay, so the show, a great show, lots of good stuff. You're going to be talking tomorrow. Can you prelude? Can you preview? some of what you're going to talk about without actually giving any of it away sure so tomorrow me and, and martian are going to martian be martian yes the, i'm glad you said his last name not i i get it i i get like 90 percent it's almost it's almost right but it's not like the people that speak polish uh they do they they suffer hey good morning oh yeah good morning where is it so where if you're in the chat good morning i don't know good morning good evening good afternoon it is late afternoon it's 3 30 here in the in Spain, I don't know where people are coming in from. We've got a weird audience. Usually, I stream end of day in Europe, morning in the States, late evening in Japan, right? What is it here? Uh, five hours difference? Six hours? I mean, six hours. Yeah. So, if, if it's five o'clock here, then you know it's eleven o'clock where you are. Uh, but usually, that gives me everybody. But right? I can get people in Asia, in the Americas, here, and so on. Uh, so anyway, people are starting to. I have all these surprise pop-up <clears throat> live streams today, you know? Um, okay, anyway, so you're going to be doing a talk with Martian Grudeshek, who is the lead of the tracing side, uh, well, before, the, the old Spring Cloud Sleuth stuff? Yeah, so Spring Cloud Sleuth and now Micrometer Tracing, and he's also doing Spring Cloud Contract. Right, yeah, one of the uh, powerhouses in the Spring Cloud team. So you're going to be talking about, I mean, what happened? Why would you have a talk about this stuff that's been around for half a decade or more yeah so observability has been a thing but uh you know we're trying to keep improving it and we're trying to make sure that it uh, gets out to the people and that everyone knows about it right because even though it's, it's been there it's been available not everyone's uh using it yet for some odd reason and it could be because some people don't know about it or it could be because some people think that it's more difficult to implement in your application than it is right and either way we want people to know what it is know how how it can benefit you and know how you can get that in your apps especially since we're at spring conference here how you can right. get that in your spring app. right the good apps yes what is observability like what and why what is okay I, I like if i have a choice every morning i could stay in bed and go do something why would i choose to do observability yeah I'm supposed to stay in bed 
Well, I think that's actually a, a really good analogy there because you would want to have observability so that you can stay in bed at night instead of being woken up by production uh, issues that then keep you up all night and you can't ever go back to sleep because you can't find the root cause of the issue or you don't even know that there's an issue and then your boss is very mad at you the next day and you can't afford sheets to put on your bed that you want to sleep in. Or worse, yeah. worse you, don't, you don't have a, a, an issue but you worry that you might be kept up at night. Yeah, well, about the ghost that may behind. Instead of enjoying a good rest in your bed, you could be staring at the dashboard and waiting for an issue to happen because you don't know when it's going to show up. Oh man, the adrenaline. Okay, so what is so, so observability is what? The idea that my apps, uh, through their outputs, uh, can tell the story of their health? Yeah, is so basically it? you know what's going on with your applications. You know, you can figure out why things happened, how, how they're doing. Right. So they can give you information in various ways so that you know is your how healthy is your application? How what does the user experience look like? How much money is this making? What kind of things are users doing with my app? These are the kinds of questions that you can answer with observability. Okay. So there's and I've so there's two sides to it, right? I think you just alluded to two of them. One is um, um, tracing on which uh, Martian machine is uh, you know working. Uh, and what's the other side? So the two main parts that we focus on are tracing and metrics. But the exciting thing with the latest Spring Boot 3 release train, we had uh, Micrometer 1.10 release. We introduced this new observation API that kind of abstracts across metrics and tracing plus anything else that you want. Wait, wait, there's more? There's more? There's more. Like so you logs? could you could have logs. You could have some kind of like security audits. Okay. You could... The idea is that we wanted to make it uh, as generic as possible so that if you had some specific requirement in your company and it made sense to integrate with this, right. you'd be able to do that. I because, see. you know, we, we think of some things, but we can't think of everything and we don't know exactly what what needs your company has. Right. So, okay, why not? So, okay, let's, let's start from first principles here. Why wouldn't I use Nagios? So, you, Nagios, you know, it's... Uh, like that. I sometimes these are referred to as kind of like more traditional monitoring in the sense of it'll tell you is your application up or down, right? Kind of thing, and that's important to know. If your sure. application's down, you want to you want to know that. But users, from a user perspective, if you try to use some service, you don't care if some specific application is up or down. You just care about your experience. Like, right. did was I able to do the thing that I was trying to do? Was I able to do it quickly? Right. So oh, you, time is a dimension you care about, right? Yeah, and so you need you need to get more information you need to know more about the user experience than just is my app up or down because that's another thing is an app could be down but it's kind of like if a tree falls in a forest and nobody's <laughs> there to hear it does it make a sound well if an app is down production and no users ever have any bad experiences because of it right does it matter we'll never know i mean oh you're <laughs> saying we would know oh big philosophical existential <laughs> question long holding holding up the philosophical and the uh the uh, greatest minds of our time answered here live on stream. Wait, oh, okay, so that's new. That's nice. There is a way to know. There is a way to know. So, you, so you mentioned metrics. Metrics are statistics, or what are they? Like, yeah. So metrics, uh, it's kind of like in you're collecting data about your application and you're aggregating that, and then you're trying to drive something about it. So if you drive a car, let's say you have a speedometer, it yeah. tells you how fast your car is going. That's an instance of a metric. It's telling you how fast. It has an right. odometer in there. It tells you how. The distance that your car has gone right that's another instance of a metric 
So if we're talking about applications and services, something like how much memory is your application using? Yeah. How much CPU is your application using? How long did a, re a request take? These are the kinds of things that metrics can answer. Right. can answer about it in aggregate. So you okay. can say across all of my applications, what's the longest time that any request took? You can get the maximum. Or you can say, what is, how much memory is being used by all of my applications? Right. You could get that information across all of your applications it's instead total. of just a split. Yeah. Okay, metrics. And then tracing is sort of the opposite. It's about a particular request, is it? Or what is that? Yeah, so tracing is when you want to dig down deeper into a specific request. Because again, as I said, for a user, they don't care what happened in one case. They care about what happened in their case. So if you say that there are errors happening or you say that things are usually fast, right. but for a specific user, they were slow. They don't care that they're usually fast. They don't care that everyone else had a great experience. Right. They didn't have a good experience. Yeah. And so you want to be able to look at, okay, if I can find a request that matches that user's experience, they had a, a slow response. I want to be able to see the path that that request took through your system. What, what did that call? How long did it spend in each place? And this is what tracing can get for you. It will show you the the different services and how they interact and how much time is spent at each place for a very specific request. So these are not aggregated on like metrics. And that was a small bit of trivia. That's the stuff you were starting to contribute to before you joined the uh, team, isn't it? Yeah, so I was, uh, I was at my previous job, I was using Zipkin and we were using that for tracing and I got involved getting back to the open source project. The open source project, maybe. It's contribute, and maybe you can work with Tommy. Um, okay, so, so good. So we just, okay, I now get observability, at least the common sort of general definition of it. What you're saying is there's new, well, there's also logs. That's not a new thing either, right? Logs are a third dimension, which is, but, but did, should we, is that like the recommended way forward? That always felt like a last stopgap sort of, if everything else fails, then at least you've got logs. Yeah, so when we talk about observability, the one thing that I think almost everywhere is doing is logs. And a lot of times, even if you aren't writing your own logs, you'll be using a library that has some logging in, included in it. So everyone's kind of familiar with logs, and that's kind of their comfort zone. Right. So if they don't have metrics and they don't have tracing, or if they do have them, but they're not comfortable with them, people will tend to fall back to logs. And logs aren't a bad thing, but I think that they're used too much as a crutch when there could be better tools available for the job at hand. Right, okay. So now, fast forward to today. We've got this Spring Boot 3.0 just came out last uh, November. Yep. Big, 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 big feature. Uh, new version of Micrometer. Yep. And uh, traditionally, going back to those first two points, I don't think Micrometer has a very strong opinion about logs, or at least it didn't before, but, but it certainly understood and knew what to do with metrics. Uh, but on the other hand, if you want to do distributed tracing, so you had you had uh, Spring Framework depending on Micrometer, Spring Boot depending on Spring Framework, Spring Cloud depending on Spring Boot, uh, Spring Cloud Sleuth depending on Spring Cloud, and Spring Cloud Sleuth did dis distributed tracing, and then at the very bottom you had Micrometer doing metrics, and there seemed like they're two different sides of the same coin, and yet one is four levels above the other, right? Yep. Uh, so what now? What's the... So where are we? Many of our Spring users noticed that very thing, and you know, some of them were like, I, I want to have tracing as well, but I don't want to have to... I don't use Spring Cloud in, in my applications currently. Right. And so that was kind of a friction point for some users. And, and it's not like Spring Boot could depend on Spring Cloud Sleuth. Right. Create a circular dependency, so that meant in, in the framework level, 
they couldn't yeah. instrument that stuff either. Exactly. So we took a look at it and we decided since we were doing a major version, this was the time to change things up and and see if we could take a different approach. What version is it? Out of the four? Three? Micrometer? Micrometer is it was 1.10 is okay. the version for uh, Spring Boot 3. It's so <laughs> immaterial these days because yes. it's just part of the thing you get when you use actuator, which is what you get when you use Spring Boot. That's the beauty of yeah. dependency management. You don't have to you don't have to care, you just use what it gives you and maybe sure. occasionally bump a patch version if you need to. Our people on the spring team, no hair, completely gone because they manage the stuff for you. They, so they take huge the pain. Game. Yeah. Big pain. Huge. Okay, good. So so you've got this new the community they said a thing. Now what? They said a thing. And so we decided, okay, micrometer does metrics. We have this tracing and sleuth what if we brought that into the micrometer umbrella here right and so we made a micrometer tracing project which is secret here a lot of the code is kind of just taken from from sleuth and removed the spring parts because micrometer fun fact doesn't actually depend on spring right you can use micrometer without spring plain i mentioned this i talked to people about this a lot but i have long since forgotten the list i think neo for j like rabbitm2 what are some popular projects that people might know that pull in in the same way that they might log for J, what are some popular projects that pull in micrometer? Uh, the Lettuce. Oh, the Lettuce. Lettuce. Lettuce driver uh, okay. has it. Hikari CP, which is the default. They have the Hikari CP, the connection pool? They have micrometer in there. Wow, that's really, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's there are so many projects, it's, uh, it's hard to keep track. <laughs> Sorry, we're distracted by food. Yeah, hey, I just saw Bye. some food. <laughs> <laughs> on a cart we're wheeling the other way I'm like Ugh. okay so yeah there's new I don't know, there's a lot of like it's like a logging library and that's what the website even says right I uh, think ob- uh, like think observability like log4j or something like that SLF4j yeah yeah SLF4j observability what is the website I don't know whatever yeah, micrometer.io go there write me out uh, and do nothing because there's not much you can do there it's just sort of a landing page isn't it but it's big SLF4j but for observability and the docs are quite good. Oh yeah, you can get to the docs. That's true. And there's a stack, a, a Slack page, and okay, you know what? It deserves a, a, a promotion. And do the thing. Stand back. Okay, go there. Yeah, come to I.O. My kids never find counter No, we give it away for free. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even have to sell us your information. If you have, a, if you have a good question in the chat, we'll reward you with a copy of the source code. Uh, <laughs> no, just one time only. Okay, so. So now you've got this new API. You push the tracing down into micrometer. Um, tracing, you know, it's kind of a. Uh, it's not like there's a crowded like with metrics. There's 20 different systems that go. Tracing, you know, there's obviously uh, open token. I think that's 900 and gorilla. Yep. Uh, open telemetry. Open telemetry oh, is no. out there and. Open telemetry is many things, and so this is kind of the, the challenging part of talking about open telemetry because you have the API, you have the SDK, you have the open telemetry format, you have the open telemetry collector, and then you have all of these things that are implementing open telemetry or implementing the collector or can receive the open telemetry format. So open telemetry is many things, and we have previously in micrometer 1.9, I believe it was, added support for an OTLP, which is Open Telemetry Protocol. This is the format for sending metrics, logs, tracing in Open Telemetry format. Okay. 
And so we added an OTLP meter registry. So if you want to send your metrics to some backend that understands open telemetry protocol, then you can use this meter registry with micrometer, same as you use other meter registries, right? and publish those metrics in OTLP format. Cool. And I think that more and more metrics backends are going to start supporting if they don't already support the OTLP format. So this is kind of like a universal format that you can use with different vendors and different is it, backends. So it's, it's a... It's not the protocol. It's not like Stats D. It's a, it's a it's, payload describing metrics in a consistent yeah. way. It's just a format of sending how to send the metrics. And they support uh, protobuf. They support they have oh. JSON. Also, also, there's multiple ways to encode the data. Yes, over multiple. Um, okay, multiple ways to encode the data, and so any multiple transports. They have HTTP, gRPC. Oh, neato. Okay, good stuff. Good. So. One of the ways we support open telemetry is with this OTLP meter registry. So that's on the metric side. On the tracing side, micrometer tracing has support for if you want to. Uh, micrometer tracing is kind of a soft over tracing library. Yeah. And one of the implementations that you can use is Open Zipkin Brave, or you can use the Open Telemetry Tracer. And so that's another way that you can integrate, or you can also have the OTLP uh, exporter for your traces. So you can also export your traces in OTLP format. Nice. So, so OTLP also supports distributed tracing. That's yep. cool. Yep. So does Zipkin support OTLP or is it still the Brave? Uh... Zipkin has its own format. So that doesn't support OTLP, but there is the OpenTelemetry collector, which is kind of an intermediary component that you can send things to. And OTL, the OpenTelemetry collector can kind of translate things. So it can accept things in Zipkin format, it can accept things in OTLP format, and it can then those two, some other backend in a, in a different format. Is it fast or is it like, I mean, is it, is it's, it, it's an extra hop, which is fine. The, the, the hops, like, it's an extra hop, but uh, sometimes people have other needs for this. I mean, this translation is one use case for it, but sometimes there's other processing that you want to do. Right. Maybe there's some kind of sensitive data in your tracing data, perhaps, that you want to filter out or you want to do some kind of aggregation or you want to drop some data. There's a lot of different things that you can do and people have had these use cases and Open Telemetry Collector is one that you can fulfill those. Yeah, amazing. Okay, so, uh, and then a lot of these different infrastructure companies um, also support their own version of distributed tracing. And I suppose yeah. like we have a list on the uh, micrometer where, um, I would have thought statistics, you know, metrics. Um, but are some of these coming, like, well, some of them, oh, okay, look, well, some of these all are tracing, I guess, now, now that there's a new unified API. Like, Atlas doesn't support tracing, of course, but, like, so some of them, some of the, yeah, some of the vendors specifically, so like Datadog, Wavefront, uh, Stackdriver, these. That's from Google and Wavefront's from VMware. Okay. These all uh, support both metrics and tracing. And so they have their own format in, in which that can be sent. And so with the on the metric side, we have the meter registries that understand the specific format for the specific backend. On the tracing side, there are different exporters that you can configure to export your traces in one format or another. Nice. Okay. So now we've got this whole world of things with which we can integrate. Are there is there a delay? Because you know it's been six it's only been six months since uh, Spring Boot uh, 3.0 dropped, right? And today's, as we record this, 3.1 comes out, right? But um, is there a delay in 
third parties updating their support for the new micrometer API, which is new observation API, which supports both metrics and tracing. What can people expect? Yeah, so we've we've been working with a lot of uh, third party applications to try to get them to. So up until now, one of the main reasons that we introduced the observation API is because before, if you wanted metrics and tracing, you would have to instrument your code. So you'd instrument it and take any metrics on this piece of code. Yeah. And then you would have to do the same thing for tracing because there are two different APIs. And so we wanted to get rid of that double work of having to instrument twice to get metrics and tracing. So now you can instrument once with this observation API, and then you can configure separate handlers so that the instrumentation is only done once and you just have two different implementations of handlers. One can produce metrics and the other can produce tracing cool. from one instrumentation. So we've been going to projects that either already have metrics or tracing instrumentation, right? and we're saying, hey, would you like to update or can we help you update to use this new observation API? And so that work has been ongoing, but as part of the Spring Boot 3 uh, release Next. process, we did that for all of the Spring projects internally. Right, sure. So before, all of the instrumentation was either in Sleuth or it was in Spring Boot for metrics. And now that has been pushed down to the projects and they're all using this new observation API. Nice. And if we've done things correctly, for the most part, users shouldn't notice anything different. Like things were working before and now they're still working. And they might even have new metrics, more metrics, right? Like, because there's yeah, so possible at the framework level for each team, which has their own opinions about this stuff to contribute new things that maybe the Spring Cloud Sleuth team just didn't see or couldn't have. Well, yeah, so sometimes instrumenting from outside of the application, we're limited by what the API of that library exposes as far as what information we can include. Right. Whereas if you're instrumenting from within the library, it has all of the information possible. Right. And so there may be some things that you can include that we couldn't have included while we were instrumenting from outside. So this is why we try to recommend taking this approach of bring the instrumentation to the projects and do it with this observation API because that gives the flexibility of, we already have implementation of how to make the observation API produce metrics and traces, right. but users might have something else. Maybe they want some logging around all of the instrumentation. Uh, Maybe they have some very specific system that's internal. And so therefore we can't provide an implementation for that, but they want to have some, they want to reuse this instrumentation that's already there. Right, sounds good to me. Okay, so that's the new API. Um, it is supported already in Spring Boot 3.0. The work is ongoing to make sure every ecosystem project out there works well, but all the big ones are basically there already. Like, I don't know, uh, Zipkin, we mentioned that. We mentioned, uh, you know, your, your Prometheuses and Atlases and whatever. Yep. You know, there's support there already. There's a new observation API. Now, this API is, you mentioned that earlier, but it's a Java API. You say it like, Stat the method to start the builder and you say you observation dot create not started, passing the metric name and the observation registry, and then you pass in a supplier if you want to create a context in which distributed tracing happens. That's one way. There's also an at observation or observed. 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 That sounds right. Annotation, yeah? Yep. So uh, when would I use what? Yeah, so what if reactive and non-blocking stuff and coroutines. Yeah, so we, as part of this whole effort, we introduced a new project called Context Propagation. And this was help with passing context from an imperative to a reactive and back and forth. As might happen if you're using Reactor and you're switching to some blocking code, or if you're using, say, GraphQL and switching between things, we wanted to make sure that we kept the context, which is important, particularly for distributed tracing. 
And so we introduced this new project, Context Propagation, that has implementations for in Reactor that integrate with the Reactor context, in GraphQL that integrate with GraphQL context, right. and integrate with Thread Locals for imperative code. So we're we're trying to do it's very hard work to get this all all done and we're you know working through bugs still but we're trying to do the hard work so that it just is easy and, and works for for everyone well that is there any thought to like scope values and project loom and all that like, yeah I was, I was just talking today about that <laughs> to to somebody and we're we're looking for we're looking at how that could possibly integrate and we think that there probably will be some integration with within the context propagation library okay but we're still kind of waiting because that's still preview that feature yeah. oh yeah that's true even then even project loom drops we had billy Carando on the show just a few minutes ago or hours ago or weeks i don't know i think it was today but it's, it's been a long day <clears throat> anyway he was talking about uh you know um project loom virtual threads that'll be that'll be the in 21 but scope values and uh, you know uh, structure can uh, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. But it would have to be against a non-GA thing. Okay. Great. Very cool. So, where do, are you on the internet? And if so, where do people find you? I am on the internet. I'm on Twitter, just at my name, Tommy Okay. okay. I appreciate you on the show. And we also have a Josh link to the website earlier, so you can go there, check out the documentation. There's a link to Slack there if you want to find us on the micrometer Slack. That's awesome. Thanks, my friend. Good to see you. Thank you. Oh, look at he's bringing up the shirt is Big Joe Not War Spring I hope that's 2016. That's the shirt that we that this very conference right Spring I hope amazing show. If you're watching this instead of being here, you're missing out. I mean, I'm my deodorant's pretty lanky this morning, but basically, to avoid give me a wide berth, you would be it's amazing. If you haven't been to Spring I hope, definitely come. And if you want to hear more about observability and what we're doing on the Spring team here. You should check out the talk that I'm going to be giving tomorrow. Yeah. So either if you're here in person, and if not, watch the recording later. And as he said, get in touch with us. Let us know if you have any ideas. Give us any feedback. Why not? Thanks, buddy. A Beautiful Podcast is produced by me, Josh Long. I do these podcasts because I believe that everything we do in software is for and made better by people. I want to hear from you. I'm josh at joshlong.com by email or at S-T-A-R-B-U-X-M-A-N on Twitter, where, of course, my direct messages are wide open. Do you have guest ideas, topic suggestions, feedback? Don't hesitate to reach out. If you like the show, then please consider rating it on iTunes and leaving a review, uh, as it really helps the show. I sampled music from Steve Combs's Them from Morning and Springtime and Steve Combs's Small Victory, both of which are licensed under a Creative Commons license. I'm trying to hire production assistants to make the production of this podcast easier. I want to make sure that we can add things like show notes and transcripts and, and just generally do more. If you would like to advertise on the show, then please reach out to me. Uh, and if you can't uh, or don't want to advertise but would like to otherwise support the show, then please consider supporting me at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Josh Long for as low as $4 a month. Thanks again. No harm came to any seasons in the making of this podcast.